Ivan knows best. All right, yo, welcome to Ivy knows best, man. It's your boy Lavish Rick here, kicking with the supervillain Kush. What's going on, bro? What's going on? How we feeling today, bro? I can't even call it for real. Just blessed to be alive, <laughs> you know. Blessed to be alive. But now, it's crazy because now that we talk about blessed to be alive, let's talk about being blessed to be free. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know um, what are we leading into here I, I, i'm just saying like it like if, I, if there was any time to believe you could fly or be the world's mm. greatest now will probably be mm. it mm. or guess a lot of guess a lot of people ain't stepping in the name of love huh yeah i mean especially if a woman needs love they're not doing that either where's Christy at with the horns today right she is not here hit the fucking horns we are in here so check this out let's get straight to it right nah. <clears throat> obviously y'all can figure out what the fuck we talking about right from the idea that we talking about R. Kelly and all this other type of shit um R. Kelly was sentenced to 30 years in prison right um for a myriad of charges we already know what it is right um they in here for the long haul, boss. What's the long life? Life, you know. <laughs> um, and there's some people who don't believe that R. Kelly belongs behind bars for 30 years. I don't know how you don't assume that, but for better or worse, there's people who believe that. Um, I'm not one of those people. You one of those people, Kush? No, not at all. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like I. I, I I always tell people I personally don't believe that sex crimes or any crimes against children, those are like the two most unjustifiable crimes ever. Mm-hmm. Like even murder at some point is justifiable, right? In some cases to some people, depending on circumstances, what happened, right? Mm-hmm. It's no justification for no sex crime at all. I agree, especially when we start like, all right, Here's my thing, okay? And I know a lot of times we do the whole lavish caricature and all that bullshit, and he says all type of fuck shit, and, you know, the supervillain is a thing and all that. But, like, in reality, I don't think even one of us uh, ever... I, I mean, I've known you for a long part of my life. I've never known you to be that kind of person. You, I can say the same thing. You've never known me to be that kind of person. But we all, we both know people who are like this, right? And the pro- the only problem is, and this is just me, nobody was feeding them the beast. Who was feeding the beast for R. Kelly? That's my question. That's another problem. How is it a racketeer in charge and he the only one? Yeah, like, like, <laughs> Anybody else be arrested for this? Like, why is he? Why is he going to prison by himself? Like, and, and now there's some women who are there who are. Uh, older than some of the females because said some of the women there were teenagers or whatever the case is. I want to know where the parents who released their kids to R. Kelly. Why are we not and I'm not defending R. Kelly. I'm trying to figure out why we're not locking everybody up in this bitch. Because obviously that's job I, I was having I was having a debate with somebody one time and they told me um they told me where the parents didn't know. I'm like, bro had the same reputation since like ninety something. Yeah, like he was married to I was functional like that. <laughs> I you know I was, I was like at the end of the it at, at the end of the day you traded your child in return for a a a, a singing career which comes with money which comes with fame like you basically sold your child so that's how i look at it yeah uh, you know what all of that i didn't know like i i, w- I would never let my kid go stay with nobody that's known for that like come on now yeah i mean i i could see that i wouldn't do it either i don't think that we would be talking about the same things if we were talking about a regular person here right if we're talking about me or you if we're talking about any person we're not talking the same shit. We're talking like, damn, bro, you a rapist, nigga? Like, you did what? Now, exactly. Like, we're, not, we're not asking these questions because, okay, obviously, I went out and I sought those people out. Much like Robert obviously did. 
But the sad case about R. Kelly is that he had parents feeding them, feeding him their children. And I'm saying if he got 30, the parents should at least get 15 of those years. Mm-hmm. Ask those children who took them to go meet R. Kelly. If you met R. Kelly after he had that sex tape scandal the first time and you decided, hey, I, it'd be a great idea to leave my teenage daughter with R. Kelly. Michael Jackson couldn't watch none of my kids. <laughs> Give a fuck Neither if they one. don't care if they was if he, not one, not even one of them. I don't care if they was black kids and he was doing. Okay, how, okay, how many not guilties they threw out? Michael, <laughs> <laughs> Michael, you was paying people, bro. I'm not even about to fuck with that. Like you not, you can't even sell me. You couldn't sell me the idea. Hey, um, Mr. Ivy, we want you to go ahead and bring your son over to Neverland and. It's going to be him and and four other white kids. Well, no. Did you hear what happens at Neverland Ranch? I don't. I don't think I've ever seen Michael Jackson have a case like that with any black kids. But nonetheless, I bet you black parents definitely wouldn't line up to bring their kids to that nigga neither. Sorry. The inner city youth was not lining up to be Michael Jackson's next victim. But the problem is. <laughs> Inner, inner city parents obviously were lining up for R. Kelly to prey on their daughters because money meant more to them than the safety right. of their daughters. Child neglectful. We people. have like this, we have like this thing in our head. I don't know, like, and a lot of us culturally, it's like right and wrong doesn't matter if we personally like the person. Hmm. Okay. It it be it's crazy. It's sad. Like you like we'll we'll talk down on somebody going to college because we don't like him as a person, but we'll praise the person who just caught three murders and and support him all the way to the end because we like him as a person. Mm-hmm. We did we did to Kanye West, didn't we? <clears throat> Our community did to Kanye West. And a part of that, Kanye West did to himself. But can we be honest? When he said he was a genius, the first thing we started doing was dissecting why he wasn't. As opposed to looking at the case of why he might have been. We didn't we didn't sit back and like, oh damn, you did do all this music for all these people. You did revolutionize a, a specific sound for production. You did do this, you did do this, you did do this. You do have 10 of the most influential songs of all time that you had some kind of production value on. We're not talking about, we're looking at him as a person like, oh, we don't like you. Why? Because you vote over here. You said this nigga, I don't give a fuck about none of that. Ain't none of that got nothing to do with the fact that you a fucking musical genius. But we do that. And I, and it might be just within people really. I mean, I don't want to even just go with our specific community, but and within our specified communities, and for anybody out here who's acting like they don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about our black communities or our urban communities or our um, communities that are other than the majority or the majority, excuse me, the, their minority, I almost mixed that together. But the minority communities generally, man, we have this thing where we start tearing each other down as opposed to really lifting each other up once we start really looking at or hearing somebody talk about their own abilities. And it never made sense on why. Like, like, Because they make sure a narcissist. We've been through this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Acknowledging your own ability makes you a narcissist. Which it really doesn't. I told somebody this. I said, look. Steph Curry is the greatest shooter in NBA history. Three-point shooter, right? Yeah, numbers. We can, everybody on planet Earth can, can agree to that, right? Mm-hmm. All seven billion of us. So I told somebody, I don't care how cocky, how brash he may sound, if he come out and he talks shit about how he can hit this shot or hit that shot or his ability to play basketball, I don't care how he sounds about it. That is not cockiness. That's not arrogance. That's him expressing his ability of something that he can actually do and that he's actually the best at. Right. I'm just bringing attention to something that you might already know. This is why I always tell people, right? <clears throat> I said this to you, right? All right. Why name your show Ivy Knows Best, bitch? Because that's what I feel, right? We know I don't know best, nigga. I know what's best for myself. Sometimes I don't. 
but that's me just talking to you and bringing you into my world, right? That's not me stating something that's an actual uh, statistical fact or something I can prove. I can't prove that I know best. Yeah. Nobody can. Like, I can't prove none of that. But if someone is sitting there like, hey, I've sold 10 million records in a year, right? When the next person sold 6 million, I'm probably the highest, if I'm the highest selling motherfucker in the world at that point, if I sold 120 million in a year and you sold 80, how can I not tell you that I sold 120 million? The numbers are there. <laughs> like, like, what am I supposed to reference? Like, my, my, I can't tell you what I think about myself. It's crazy. But we always preach that self-belief is okay, right? It's okay for you to believe in yourself, but it's not okay for you to believe in yourself That's- out loud. They say people don't like you until you start winning, so. They really hate you then, though, the most when you start winning. For real, for real. Let's go back to sports. Let's let's be honest right quick, right? When did people start hating Floyd Mayweather? The closer Floyd got to the money persona, Mm -hmm. the closer Floyd got to really legitimately being the best, people start legitimately hating him. And they couldn't separate what they were seeing on um on tv with him selling the fight versus what he was doing in the ring so when he caught the domestic violence situation the first thing people wanted to do is oh you can beat that win but man he's been, he was knocking niggas out all before it hit the boy had over 18 knocks <laughs> and ain't like he can't beat people up he could beat people up for sure <laughs> but people would, would love to harp on that one thing and I'm really sickened. Ultimately, it's just me. I'm sickened with how our community plays that game. We play this game of, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But for these two people, I'm going to do it differently. So for Kush, the rules are going to be this. For Eric, the rules are going to be that. So whenever whenever I talk about Eric, who could be doing the same exact thing as Kush, I'm going to look at Eric and go, oh, Eric, I don't like that. But when Kush do it, we're going we gonna to praise it. They did it with Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor copied Floyd Mayweather's entire shtick while we're talking about sports. I'm talking about the trash talk, the dressing in suits, the whole nine. You can go back to 2007 and watch Floyd Mayweather versus Oscar De La Hoya, watch the 24-7 lead up to that, and you tell me that whole thing is not something that, that was copied. That entire thing. That's just what it is. So that brand of trash talk, it was okay because it was this person. Because we like this person. But when Floyd does, ah, we don't like that. We're going to boot, man. Bro, listen. At the end of the day, when we step in between these ropes, you can't whoop me. You can't give Colin Floyd a little monkey, though. Yeah, he, he was talking crazy. <laughs> he was talking he crazy. He stayed calling him a little monkey. <laughs> like he, now, here's the thing about it now. now we saw how, how he got that monkey paw put on him, how sleepy he was, though, didn't we? Mm-hmm. That was like, it don't matter how much we don't like somebody, man. We got to let people be now. Art for R. Kelly, back to the whole R. Kelly spiel. We've allowed R. Kelly to make music after we saw or heard what he allegedly did or didn't do, right? That's that that's 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 always the question though, dude. Is is the art separate from the person? Oh, yes. You know, you know, me and you have a lot of, of the same interest and shit. Like that even go that goes for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That even Chris Benoit, like a lot of people, is the art separate from the person? It, bro, listen. See, and and and, and see the and, and it comes down to with me, like you might look at Chris Benoit and say, Oh, well, his sport caused that, or you might come up with some explanation, mm-hmm. right? And then you might look at R. Kelly and say, Well, no. The art doesn't sit, but to me, if you say yeah to one, you have to say yeah to everybody else too. That's why I said, <clears throat> all right, let, let, let's we give let's we give use the Chris Benoit thing, right? For everybody who doesn't watch wrestling out there, Chris Benoit, the crippler <clears throat> from Canada, end up killing his family, uh, and things like that. That happened years ago, right? Chris Benoit is not allowed in the W in, in the WWE Hall of Fame. His name is not to be mentioned. Um, you know, things like that because they the WWE came out and before they had all the evidence, they put out this tribute and all these people were saying all these nice things about him. Then they got all the evidence and boom, there you go, right? Here's the thing about it. Chris Benoit could have done that exact thing 
And if he wasn't a wrestler, what would we have said about Chris Benoit? He was sick. He was sick. We would have had every every reason in the world to really figure it out, right, with him. But then when we start talking about, hey, can you separate what he did inside the ring versus what he was dealing with outside of it? Some people feel like, wow, that's, in, in, you know, inexcusable. I can't let go of the notion that you would let somebody who did this. O.J. Simpson is still in the NFL Hall of Fame. Okay. The NFL separated what OJ allegedly did or was accused of, which a lot of us believe he did. And we allowed any allowed he was allowed to stay there. Mike Tyson was accused of rape. We still have Mike Tyson in the Boxing Hall of Fame. Floyd Mayweather accused of domestic violence, went to jail for it, just like Mike Tyson went to jail for for the sexual assault. Still in the Hall of Fame. Because you can separate certain people's actions depending on how your sport does and it was with wrestling nigga. who controls the wrestling world the mcmahons let's be honest right mm-hmm. how many scandals has he, has he been caught in he's in a scandal right now <laughs> hey it's crazy because he showed himself every week since this since that came up been popping up been popping up <laughs> like nothing ever happened so now just like r kelly just like chris benoit just like barry bonds just like all these different people we have a different metric for different people, right? Because here's my thing. There's no way, and, and I think Barry Bonds is the largest travesty to 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 look at. What about Lance? No, Lance, no, Lance ass got to go because they caught him. <laughs> That's my thing. They never caught Barry. They, they Look, Barry. Nah, Barry did get caught. Ba- Barry and never got Barry, caught. Barry basically threw Barry threw him the finger too, like not even a year after he um retired. He was skinny as fuck. But <laughs> do do you know how many people we see in sports go from large to skinny, right after they stop playing? Now here's my thing with Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds never got caught. We don't know. We can only assume or lean to what we believe, just like we do with OJ. OJ was innocent. Because the law said he was. Not because we truly believe OJ didn't do shit. Just because the law said it. Barry Bonds didn't get caught. That that much we know. We know Barry Bonds never got caught with steroids. But because they believe so, those same people will not allow Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. So thus goes, now watch this. Chris Benoit. Thus goes Barry Bonds. Thus goes R. Kelly. Right? But we can look at uh, OJ Simpson. We can look at Michael Jackson. We can look at anybody else who may have been accused and paid their way out or or paid their penance of some sort. And we can say, okay. But then we can look at Michael Vick and be like, you can even go Big Ben. Well, Deshaun had way more, but still Big Ben and Deshaun. Thank you. And the thing with Big Ben Roethlisberger was he was accused of actually doing it. Like, Passing the threshold of touch. They said they said in one I think one of them cases he made his bodyguard block block the bathroom door or some, club, some right? shit like that. Yeah, um, yeah, mind you, he's six foot six, six foot seven, two hundred sixty pounds. Where's she going? Where's she going, big dog? This nigga. You you really sick. You adding levels of, that's not why we're here. <laughs> okay, that's the we're not I'm not here to judge the character. I'm just here to say we have a different way. Of looking at shit when it's certain people. You know. And and it's really one of those things that I think is um really sad. Cause now I'm like, all right, cool. So what do we do now with um let's see, Trey Songs. Trey Songs has been accused of quite a bit of things. I'm not saying Trey did it. Allegedly. There's allegations of him doing things. Kiki Palmer came out and said it. BB Rex has come out and said it. What are we doing with Trey Songs? And we're not talking council culture. We're talking about what are we really legally doing about it? Because now we're looking at, now I'm not saying everybody who's accused of something needs legal action taken against them. No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is if we're going to sit here and um, paint R. Kelly, paint all those we just named in the light that we're going to paint them, just so we don't like them, then we need to go ahead and paint the rest of these foods the same way. Am I wrong? Paint them all the same way. I don't care if you if you turn them pink. 
paint the motherfuckers the same way. R. Kelly is is to get the same treatment as Michael Jackson. Now, I also think because we feel a certain way about um, our young women in society, too. That's what makes what R. Kelly did so egregious. Because Michael Jackson was painted as a monster. And I remember being a kid, seeing Michael Jackson's um, cases come up and stuff like that. But Michael Jackson was able to still tour the world and everybody was able to see him. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly got put in prison. Nigga, they ain't <laughs> dance at Michael Jackson was dancing outside the courthouse. Making everybody happy. So, you know, R. Kelly, I think the difference being with R. Kelly which was probably more so who he had done it to. And the second time, there wasn't a whole lot of, you know, the surviving R. Kelly thing came out. So there wasn't like a whole lot of uh, opportunity for us to not see what he was talking about or what people were talking about. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of people to be like, hey, this happened to me when I was this age. This happened to me when I was this age. All these things start happening to me or happening to people like me. And everybody has the same stories. And then now finally we come out with it. And now here's a whole show of people. Now we can have 12 men, 13 men saying, Michael Jackson did this to us. Well, Michael's no longer with us. So there's no way for Michael to really defend that anyway. But Michael Jackson's legacy is intact. (laughs) untouchable <laughs> but, and, I, and I'm not defending R. Kelly's legacy by saying this I'm saying R. Kelly's legacy we will never see R. Kelly in the motherfucking versus battle even though I feel like he scraped a whole lot of motherfucking people he, he would get a whole lot of people up out of there but the reality is that's just it but I also feel like he, they don't lock them up because he, he's getting ready to tell on somebody he, he is where he need to be though but I'm just saying, if he if 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 he gets treated like that, everybody else who in the same boat to do the same shit need to be treated like that as well. <clears throat> Thank you. I mean, look, that's the message. We could we could actually have a really good deep dive into something right quick because I also think that uh, cause I don't want to spend all this time like knocking R. Kelly, but why why hasn't everyone in this Epstein report been locked up? Hmm. Let's get into that. Oh, we're just gonna ignore that. Hmm? Hmm? We're just gonna ignore hey, that public. I, I, I with the public on this one. Yo, yo, and I'm finna ignore that. Right? Oh, we're gonna leave hey. Let's leave it where it's at. Let's leave it where it's at. Let's leave. Let's leave it where it's at. Then we're not even gonna. I, look, I, it's Ivy knows best. It's a show. All right, it's a show. But, you know, we, we're not trying to, you know, figure it out, put two and two together. I'm just saying, if we locking up, I mean, Jesus Christ, how much time did Harvey Weinstein get? <laughs> let's, let's look that up. Let, let's let's connect that dot to keep myself from, from uh, uh, getting in any trouble. Let me see here. Harvey Weinstein. I'm going to go ahead and Google this. Maybe you can tell me. <laughs> you know, people out there. How much time did Harvey Weinstein get? You know, for, for what he was doing. He got 23 years in prison. 23. R. Kelly got seven more years than him. All because y'all let R. Kelly go the first time. We didn't have to have this if y'all would have locked him up the first time. He probably would have just been getting out had you put him in jail the first time. They said they couldn't make out that it was him on the tape. But they can make out that Young Thug, you know what, never mind. <laughs> All right, so never mind. Uh we just uh yeah. Uh man, I tell you. Look, when they want you, they want you. It don't matter what the fuck you're talking about. It don't matter who you are. If you look, if you are a menace to society, okay, and hypothetically speaking, like YMW Millie. He does not need to be upon us. Okay, he does not need to be with us. He does not need to be <laughs> keep YMW Millie and niggas like him locked up. Has nothing to do with YMW Melly as a person. Has everything to do with the way that YMW Melly was accused of killing the people that he killed. Wow. Then riding around in the car with him for hours, hours they say. Yeah, why in the hell would I want you out here on, on the streets with us? <laughs> Wait, what? No, why would I want a person like that? Right, is bad enough we got people like that riding around now? But why would I want you 
to ride around like that. Like, what the fuck? Mm. Strong people. Let's, look, I said this last show, right? We were talking about what a date was. And uh, by the time y'all see this, when that, that show would have been just dropped. But <clears throat> we were talking about what a date was, right? I just want to segue to something different because I just, we're not going to keep going. So <laughs> we're not going to keep going on that. So the lady <laughs> friends, uh, Kim and Christy, said that a date is anything that you do with a woman, right? Or a significant other that's time-based, right? As long as I put in effort or they put in effort, it's a date. Me and Kush said, mm, not so fast. It just, I mean, because if I say, if I just get off of a day of work and I walk all the way down here to the corner store and I, de- I decide, damn, I want some wings, some wings stop. And I tell you to get in the car or I call you say, I'm, co- I'm driving past your apartment. Let's go ahead and get some wing stop and you dress up and I'm still in my work clothes. We not on no date. I didn't put in no effort for that. I just came and picked you up and I was thinking about you. <laughs> they was like, no, that's a date. That ain't no motherfucking date. <laughs> the fuck? A date. This is just this is just me though, right? I don't care how long we t- we take. We, I don't care how many times we touch on that because I think it's fucking crazy how differently we think. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, no, that is not a date. They were like, yes, we are. Yes, it is. If I take you here, you go with me there. We're on a date. We're not. We're on a date whenever I put in the effort, me, the male, or the the party who's asking the other party to accompany them. Right. That that's a date. I, I, my girlfriend's downstairs right now. We were talking, and I said, "Hey, baby, remember our first date?" She goes, "Yeah, we went to this, this, and this. We did this. We did this. Simple. Do you know why that was considered a date? Because I said, "Hey, we should go get something to eat." I put an effort to figure out things to do with her that were not overly, you know, one way or another. Because it's the first date. That's an actual date, right? It's not a date if I wake up and be like, baby, I want you to come on. Let me have to say, baby, girl, hey, look, I'm in your neighborhood. Uh, I'm about to go stop by such and such. You should come with me. There ain't no motherfucking date just because you put your clothes on. You look pretty. <laughs> look pretty for me all the time. <laughs> supposed to look pretty for me all the time. Hey, like, what the fuck? Like, what? Oh, man. I thought that shit was crazy. I was like, nah, nah, we're not doing that. And that, I know I be I was I left that conversation like damn I've been doing way too much you know and then, and then when we went on live here's the thing, <laughs> when we went on live that's what took the fucking cake for me people we went on live right and I was like and she was like well we, he Kush asked hey what happens if um you are a competitive uh or like a, a competitive video gamer you invite your girl in is that a date right. And I said, you know, I can see that because you're letting a person into your world. Like you said, you're letting people into your world. You're spending time with them, copious amount of hours. And you're showing them something that's really deep and intricate, right? So they're like, no, watch you play video games. I said, oh, so wait a minute. Wait a minute. So we just came from you sitting down eating chicken wings with me in the front seat of a car being a date. But you don't want to sit down and watch my interest. And that's not a date to you? Because it doesn't interest them, right? So she goes, "Okay." So you heard what I said. Hmm? I told you why. No, why'd you say? It? Well, t- tell the pe- tell the people what you said because a lot of them didn't watch the live. Tell them what you said. Cause, cause, cause they don't want to. Uh, they don't want to sit in the studio while they man recording their mixtape. <laughs> That's why they don't want. <laughs> I told her. I said, "Yo." I said, "She goes. She goes well, what if- That's why they don't want to consider that a day." She goes, "That's a hobby." She's like, "What if mine was walking?" Kim was like, "What if mine's walking in a park?" I said, "Are you a competitive walker?" <laughs> like, like a competitive walker, then yeah. Like I mean, I don't know. I've seen people look. There's a walk. You know, there's a walking thing in the Olympics, right? There's a walking event. Yeah, they, walk. be, and, they be like dancing, like it's like a whole little <laughs> little salsa. It's a whole thing. Like you got you got to get with it. So like I'm like, if you a competitive walker, okay, cool. But if not, what you talking about? She's like, I don't know nobody who competitively plays video games. Uh. I know people who got killed over video games. Okay, video games are serious in male culture now, ladies. Don't ever, don't ever sit back and think that your man playing video games is um, isn't important to him because it's not important to you. Don't play that game. Some, right? Like straight up. Some people. There's some people bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Once you once you get in your money, man. Well, as soon as you start getting your money, 
as soon as people start really like listening to you or watching you like twitch account twitch has made more millionaires than youtube has i think or i heard i read somewhere crazy that more people make more money off twitch than they do youtube that's mm. crazy that means people log on to watch you play video games guns and butter baby and you get paid to do it like you ain't even really got to be live or good at the game for people to sit there and watch you. <laughs> the Hell no, at all, man. That's crazy. People be get rich off everything. Watch a motherfucker open toys, bro. Look, <clears throat> next thing you look up, they got they online of toys. That little Ryan boy on YouTube. All he do, that's all he did. Open toys, candy. All of those different stuff that his family wanted him to do. And he got kids to watch it. I mean, I th- I said this the other day. I said, look, I get it. A content creator is an official job now. Okay? Because people really do pay to watch you do things. They pay to um, get near you while you do them. They pay to watch you whatever. Like, shit. Like, hey, man, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to detail these socks. You know, there's probably a hundred motherfuckers out there who want to watch me put on socks. Fifty got a foot fetish, and the other ones really care about the fucking sock. Okay, and I'm gonna make money off all hundred of you motherfuckers. But then I gotta, I gotta really keep you engaged. Like people think the podcasting is like, okay, you turn on the camera and you start fucking talking. No, no, ain't that? This shit is hard. (laughs) This shit is not. It's not that easy. Um, You're not only competing with. With what you say? It's hard right now just doing it. Like, just like thinking the shit to say right now at this moment is hard. <laughs> like nigga, you don't know <laughs> what I went through last night to come up with this episode, right? And then you get like ten people like but here's the thing. I said this, I said, look, all right, I can't sit here, conversate with you the same way I will conversate with you off of here. It's a variation no, of it. Not at all. Right? Yeah, like, I can't say everything that I say to you, you can't say everything that you say to me off of here, right? Then we're competing with other podcasts, right? Who are at the top level, right? Who are at the mid level, who are at the beginners, people who are not famous, people who have different setups, people who reach different demographics. So it's a whole lot that goes along with podcasting that people don't tell you about. There's also people who don't deserve to have a podcast. Neither. Excuse me. Ooh, oh, shit. Long night. In that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like people don't want people I don't man. That part. People don't get it though. People don't get it. They don't get it yet. Once they look, <clears throat> don't worry. I said this. I said not everybody needs a podcast. Not everybody needs to be hearing their thoughts. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not everybody need look. A lot of things I, I noticed this too. A lot of niggas start coming up with podcasts about relationships because they thought they was the next Kevin Samuels. They were inspired by Kevin Samuels and they kept going. It's kind of, it's kind of like people who throw up certain gang signs for for their favorite artist, not realizing there's an entire life connected to that. You, I mean, all all these relationship gurus all of a sudden, this red pill community, how to get a girl to like you. You just pay her no attention. Nigga, you better get you some money. The fuck? <laughs> what? Get you some money. You could ignore a girl. Man, tell them the truth. Go get you some money, bro. Go get you some money. Here's why. Because after you bust a nut, you got to still go back to getting some money, bro. You, you said just ignore her. <laughs> just ignore her. You know, get yourself in the best shape of your life. You focus on yourself. Man, <laughs> shut the fuck up. What? Shut up. Huh? <laughs> like, like, I've seen something like that. Yeah, cause it, man, look. I told you, I told you, I can't stand that one too. Now that that group, that group of people, and there's nothing wrong with. Uh, and I'm not knocking the red pill community. I'm not. I really ain't. But the problem is, a lot of you young niggas who be watching that shit, y'all be 21 years old, 22 years old, trying to. Play with the mind of a person who's my, who ain't even fully developed. That is like I am about to play with y'all. Y'all live in a social media age. I am sorry if you are between the ages of uh, Lord forbid ten 
and and 28 you have been raised in this social media developed society some of it was archaic which is like your myspace black planets you know stuff like that facebook when it was really like just jumping jumping and a lot of all of the rest of you were instagram uh whatever else is the fuck out there right now y'all everywhere twitch like like come on like y'all man y'all got way too twitter y'all got way too much motherfucking connectivity y'all can connect the real problem is you us regular motherfuckers was never ever ever able to connect with anybody or leave a comment that we knew for a fact they were fucking see <laughs> we were not able to do that we had to hope to run to the motherfucker at a concert or maybe outside somewhere but the chances were you probably weren't where they was gonna be at wasn't happening mm-hmm. today you turn this motherfucker right here on this phone turn that motherfucker on guess what pops up instagram like click Dear such and such, suck my dick. <laughs> Send. Like, <laughs> like what? You're you're a rat. Send. I fucking hate your show. Send. Like, come yeah. on, man. That that's y'all. That's then. And oh, don't get me started on the bullying thing. Yes, bullying is real. Bullying is real. But back in back when I was a kid, the way we had the same age as, as Kush, the way you handled bully was you whipped his monkey ass. You whipped his monkey, and if he whooped you, all right, cool. I'll be back tomorrow. You and know, if he was bigger than you, you just get all four of your cousins that go to the same school as you. That's that. We don't live like that no more, though. They don't. Everybody should. Man, listen. <laughs> everybody, look. Everybody, and, and no offense to people, and I said this, a lot of the world start copying Chicago. A lot of the world start copying Chicago, bro. Especially in today. Look. They don't even they don't even have only certain places got their own lingos. You know what I mean? Like Florida people got their own lingo. New York people got their own lingo. Yeah, Cali. Put the bike in the bike. Yeah. Put the bike in the bike, right? <laughs> they got their own shit going on, right? As much as we joke and make fun of it, that's them. That's their shit, right? Then New York got their own thing. Then Atlanta essentially got their own thing. Texas, we got our own thing, and Cali got their own thing. Everybody else, I mean, Chicago, obviously, but everybody else is copying all of that. They're copying it. They're bleeding them all together and coming up with their own shit. Drill music, drill music was definitely a Chicago thing. Chief Keef, Lil Durk, G Herbo, uh, all all of them. That that, that Lil Reese. Hey, you you even. Get- you even got groups of rappers in uh like London saying they started drill mu- uh music, which is crazy, which is crazy. I'm like <laughs> over here, no, no. Listen, listen. All I knew was listen. The bitches love Sosa. Just us. These are some of the first ones that I listened to personally. I'm not saying these are the first ones that yeah. came out. Um, little JoJo's diss song that he had out. Like, like all that was it. That was up. Like, th- like those songs were were influential to the drill movement. Now, granted, I also think that a lot of drill music comes from Fifty Cent, though. I think Fifty Cent's Fifty mm. Cent's uh, influence on a lot of those rappers influenced drill music, along with the killings. Mm. You know, I ain't never thought about that till you just said that. Then, like, it's it's like. When you said that that hoe get rich or die trying, and even like the songs before that, them flashed in my head. Yeah, like Problem Child and all of that. Like, yeah, yeah like like when you really think about that, then you look at drill music. Like, yeah, okay. All they did was just took all they took all they did was took Get Rich or Die Trying and stretch that bitch out. Just stretch it out over years. That's all they did, and then boom. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Like so, fifty, and and I'm not saying that, and I'm not saying that these guys weren't influenced by other people because they obviously were. But in reality, back in the day, they used to rap about the shit they did, and they never really lived, had to live it. They just had to tell the story, right? Which is why I think when you start thinking about like the baby, and you know, uh, King the King Vons and people like that who are rapping the shit that they're actually doing, people start getting super duper like wrapped up in that like oh that's not how we do shut up 
Shut the fuck up. Shut all the way the fuck up. Let that let them let them rock how they gonna rock because that's they shit. That's where they come from. That's how they are. That's how they, you know what I mean? That's how they do business. I could never tell Lil Dirk, don't rap about what you what you rap about. G Herbo, don't rap about what you rap about. Um, Young and Ace, don't rap about what you rap about. Fulio. I mean, I can go on for days. Jada Young, all these people don't don't rap about what you rap about. Why? This is this is what this is what's popping right now. But y'all, not 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 our age group, not the thirty, the thirty pluses. It's <laughs> it's it's the actually. Let me, let me take that back. It, it is our group. Our age group is probably a piece of that too, because instead of us. Uh, taking care of what we were supposed to take care of, we allowed ourselves to get drugged down. You know what I mean? We allowed everybody just to kind of live, live the shit that they were talking about. You know what I mean? I think that really kind of was, yeah. was really the fucked up part, you know? So we need to go ahead and take, take some, uh, take some responsibility for that. Yeah. So that's our fault, man. That's our fault as, 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 uh, as elder statesman for letting that shit, Rock the way we did, so that's on us, really. But I mean, when you really look at that shit, that's just the type of shit they be on now. They own that shit because we let it be that. And they was gonna kill anyway, so I mean, we could... <laughs> um, <laughs> niggas yeah. was gonna kill regardless. I was about to say, ain't nobody done about to play with them little niggas like that anyway. No, nah, like, like now, I, I've never. No, now, don't get it wrong. They, they trip. I remember back in the day, you getting a fight with an older nigga, and that's that, right? That's as far as that kind of went. They weren't trying to smoke you. That wasn't it. Now they trying to smoke you because they know for a fact you trying to smoke them. I ain't never seen like a 15-year-old, 16-year-old really be trying to kill shit. They really be trying to, bro, they really be trying to like put niggas, like put niggas away. They, they're not joking. And then they go, they, they, they trying to get anybody close to you too, not even you. Yeah, and then on top of that, and it's, the code is so different. The code in today's street life slash music slash whatever the fuck they got they killing women they killing kids they what i saw some dude dude shot a kid because he saw the kid saw him commit a murder and the kid was gonna was gonna tell him kid was five five years old like the fuck is going on with y'all like, but then I think that's just the way the world is nowadays. So, you know, uh, hopefully that shit get better. I don't know. Maybe, maybe a lot of people like to argue that it been like that. We just didn't have access to media the way we do. I'd be like, nah, I don't think so. I was, tell, I don't Cause, never cause remember. It's not like even. That. It's 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 not even like because even on a local level, it's it's like it's like that everywhere. Yeah, it, it like certain cities just got like certain pockets where it happened, or or they be spread out to where it don't look like it's a a bad area, but it happened everywhere. Yeah, I'm, I'll be honest with you. <clears throat> don't get it wrong. I think that crime existed everywhere, but when they be like, ah, niggas been killing since the '80s, nigga. No, not like this. Not like this. Ain't like, I, and maybe they were, maybe in certain places. But I don't think it was like that everywhere. I don't. I don't trying to like the the different cities be in competition now. You be seeing it, like they be trying yeah. to hit be the be the highest. Yeah. Like why? I don't understand. Like why? Like all right. I said this on on one. Of our, I think it's our last show. I said Baltimore is one of the most grittiest places I've ever been in my motherfucking life. Just hard nosed, tough ass town. Shout out to Baltimore, like straight up. So the shit that places like Baltimore, people from their experience, I can see if they were like, hey, yeah, we've been having this shit going since 80s, 90s. Same thing with Cal, same thing like pockets of Cali and South Central, uh, you know, pockets of Miami, pockets of Houston, pockets of Dallas, like all these different little places, uh, some places in New York where like shit like that's going on. But then when you start seeing, same thing with Chicago, but when you start seeing the rest of the world start adopting it, that's when it starts being like, what the fuck? Like, are you serious? <laughs> like, what? Like, some kid in Nebraska did what? They say it's gang culture and in fights and murders in Canada now. 
And I think like 10 years ago, Canada would have like three deaths by gun per year, by guns per year. You know, I say this all the time too, right? Gang culture, right? <clears throat> we ain't talking about people who are um, indoctrinated in it the correct way. When gang culture starts going places that it's never been, right? And it's far removed from its roots um, or, or its traditional roots, you get a whole lot of different shit going on. You know what I mean? Like, like if you from, if you from this gang that's located in Oregon, right? But they set up a chapter all the way in South Carolina. That's completely and you, and you join that gang in South Carolina, bro. That's what, <laughs> like that's so far removed from what may be going on essentially with that gang over there, right? So a lot of people. That's why I think that's why a lot of people like adopt into the the cliques now. Yeah, because you're not like if and I'm not going to pick this specified gang, but if you are rolling sixty crip. And you ain't from, and you ain't never visited Cali. People were kind of like, well, Rolling Sixes is big. They everywhere. They're one of the biggest gangs in America. If you were a gangster disciple or a vice lord or, or anything, blood or whatever you want to be, whatever gang you are that comes from a specified place, um, you, the connections have to still be there, right? So this is why people be looking at gang bang a little differently. But now everyone's joining into cliques. Like you said, now it's oh, I don't care what color you wear, nigga. They oh, fuck about that, nigga. Like now you're now your enemy. Like like, bro, I I don't think I've ever seen something so weird. Because I think I think the gang culture that we we're probably raised on is like all right, you we know for a fact what the mainstays are in gang culture, right? Things that are bigger than everybody else. So we know, so you know, if you wore this bandana, you was that. Or if you wore this or you put your shit on this side or you did that. All that played a part, right? Now, I don't know who the fuck. You don't know who's who. Everybody's everybody, man. They be fighting. They be fighting. Yeah, they be fighting each other and shit. Like, they rip the same set, but then different cliques type shit. I don't know. And that gets really weird. And I feel like infighting has probably always been a thing, but it's just, like, so big now. It's like. Oh, I'm a crip. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I'm I'm a I'm a uh I'm a rolling ninety. Oh, okay, cool. All right, you a neighborhood crip? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but uh, I fuck with this nigga Lil Tone and them. No, I don't know about these all made up names. I know I kick it with little glasses in them. I'm part of the glasses set. Oh, nigga, yeah, me. I'm part of the sock set, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, nigga, what? Like, so y'all part of a set that has a set. Inside of a set, like it's just so much. This is why it's called politics because it only makes sense to people who are actively doing it. It's like the 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 um, it's like the uh joining the gang. Now it's just like the internship. (laughs) You got to get accepted by the clique to get the real job. Yeah, you you really want to know? You really want to know who getting smoked for real? (laughs) Come on outside, right quick. You got to hang out over here for a little bit to see what's going on. And this this is why I'm glad I'm glad that I'm an adult, okay? Because um, if I was a teenager in today's society, I would never get the grassroots experience of any type of gang culture, loyalty, anything, because everything's based off money, and it's more widely pushed out now that you can be a person who can get involved in this stuff and tell on people. We've already said on here, snitching is not something that goes for regular people. If you are a civilian. You are not a part of, you know, any kind of gang. You not represent anything but yourself. That's just what that is. It ain't nothing else. That ain't nothing else. But as far as if you were an active person, you could legit walk up and be like, it was the super villain. And be back on the street the next day like nothing ever happened. Because music has made that okay. Media has made that okay. We've had big large scale gang members or big time gang members like uh whack 100 come out and say hey six nine ain't a snitch but six nine was just a nine trade blood for the better part of the year which means that he accepts everything to come <laughs> with that that ain't like he was running a a t-shirt business and that's and another him. example of of um, if you like the person or not, yeah, selective. They call it selective politics, and I think something like that. 
selective politicking. Like, I, I, I'll be honest with you. This shit is, look, if you are a father or a mother, and let's say, hypothetically speaking, you join a gang, um, making sure your child grows up correctly should be what you're worried about. If you choose to gangbang after that, it's whatever. I'm not going to say that gang members can't raise productive children. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is eventually that life does not lead you to a productive life cycle for your child. It doesn't. If you've already seen the pitfall. Life completely different in today's world, too. Yeah, so like you can't you can't set them out here with this honor code, right? From the 80s and 90s, right? And then go, here you go. That's not what's going on right now, which is why the young and the old have such a distinction or, or, or separation that that really fucks shit up for everybody. And I and oh, I'm an active gay nigga. I don't give a fuck what you bang, nigga. What? Let's get some fucking money. I don't care, nigga. So you know why? Because I done seen I've seen YG and DJ Mustard get together. Right, they're both bloods with Nipsey Hussle. I've seen Mozzie and Surf, Mozzie and Sue Surf do a whole tape together. I mean, other than, I mean, uh, no shout out to the Stink Team, but they were they they had their own shit going on. They was like nigga, nah, it's us and everybody else. Mm-hmm. In the store. So I mean, everybody. I mean, once again, that's their version of doing things. But everybody else, I can get money with you. I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I ain't never seen GDs get money with BDs though. And that's 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 the craziest out of all of them. You would think they would get some money together. Yeah, I think I think like outside of like I said, when you think about Lil Dirt, uh, all these alleged gang members, right from one side, and you know FBG Duck and all the other ones from the other side, you would think eventually somehow y'all would figure out a way. Or have had figured out a way to get money. I mean, if the Bloods and Crips could put it to the side, and they've been doing it since the 90s. Y'all been doing this since, I mean, probably, I'm sorry, longer than the 90s. They've been doing this since the 70s. The 60s and 70s. I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all been doing it about the same amount of time. Y'all could at least figure out a way to get some money. But that's how deep-rooted that shit goes. So I'm like, nigga, how does that make sense? You make $100 million and you still can't fuck with a nigga from over there. What? What if he got a million-dollar idea? <laughs> They politics way different. It's way too deep, man. That, that's why I stay out of that type of shit, man. Fuck that. Listen, I'm lavish Rick, and I do business with everybody. <laughs> End of story. All right? I, I don't need to be um, this super-duper tough guy who don't want to do business with this. Nigga, shut up. Shut up. You know why I say that? Because, look, if I was at home, um. That type of shit matters, but the older you get, the more removed you are anyway. Because these little niggas are doing Huh? You would have did business with Suge Knight? Yeah. Why would I do business with Suge? Yeah, I mean, is there money involved? I'm not about to sign. I'm not about to sign. I ain't about to sign no deal with Suge Knight. Like, you know what I mean? Hey, fuck you with it. Like, we could do business like, hey, bro, I got like two, three songs I want to do. uh, He got he gonna fuck around and figure out how to make you owe him. <laughs> hey, so uh, remember the three <laughs> songs you did for me? I'm gonna need ten. <laughs> like what? Like how we go? How, where the other seven songs come from when you sign that paperwork? You know, there you go. Yeah. You know, so. But other than that, yeah, man, listen, y'all keep y'all head on the swivel out here because that shit is dangerous as fuck. And ladies, uh, definitely stay away from these uh, R. Kelly type of niggas, and let's stop selectively choosing who we want to treat however let's have the same standard rules for every fucking body all right if you mm-hmm. touch kids that's boy or girl you're trash all right you need to be under the jail and or garbage dead like those are only options i really have under my law it would be we under my law we would pass your ass back to the family yeah oh guilty all right go ahead and shackle them up here y'all go put them in a room you got however many days. <laughs> right. Right. If you let him what live, you do. <laughs> if you let him live within the next three days, he will be freed back to the street. And which, by the way, I would definitely then release the paperwork to every gang and hood in the world. Um, so you wouldn't be able to go 
back to any neighborhood uh, or place. Your life would actually be almost as bad as prison would. I mean, that's what I would do. But um, yeah, man. Like so, yeah. Let's let's definitely protect these children because R. Kelly is one piece. We still didn't lock up the parents. We still, like I said before earlier, we didn't lock up the parents. We didn't lock up who was who was feeding and we didn't lock up the executives who probably knew about it. We didn't lock up the producers who knew about it. We didn't lock up, man, all y'all people who watch this nigga do this shit. All y'all who watch these motherfuckers, you know, fuck over different people and hurt children and, and hurt women. And come on, y'all better than that. I love him. Woody Allen still kicking it somewhere. Like I love him. Man, raise raise that raise that female. Man, boy, what? If that ain't if that ain't all if that is not child trafficking, yeah, I don't know what is. From the beginning. He probably was on the Epstein list. We agreed he, not to talk about groomed. it at the beginning of the show. He groomed her from like what, four? Like mm-hmm. what, she was like four when he met she he met her. And they still married. Crazy. No, it's, it's a sick world, man. And I know for a fact I said we weren't gonna dip. We weren't gonna dip too far, but I still got. Some, I still got a little extra, a little something extra for these motherfuckers too. Because <laughs> there's another group of motherfuckers I'm sick of. Okay, I'm sick of the motherfuckers who sit here and act like they, like like the world don't don't exist outside them, right? Like 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 acting like okay, this is just this. When your addiction is that bad, that Nothing else matters. Just, just that oh, only. I said I, I watched the Ted Bundy tapes. I watched the tapes with uh John Wayne Gacy, and both of them had an overwhelming issue. And their issue was neither one of them were ever sorry for what they were doing because the moment was bigger than the people. Mm-hmm. What they were feeling was way bigger than who they were hurting. So John Wayne Gacy mm-hmm. killed all those men because he had homosexual desires within himself. He was a closeted homosexual. He would have sex with some of these men, then kill them for being homosexual. That's because you discuss it with yourself, bro. You not how you mad at them for being open and, and honest about who and what they are. You 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 killed them for that because you're not open, and honest with who you are. That's a problem. Uh, I, the other dude, I don't know what the fuck his problem was. He was just killing women like a mother. Ted Bundy was just tripping. That motherfucker was just killing women for nothing. Yeah, they said he was he was um like attractive and was able to get women and shit. They what they said is how he got them. So yeah, I don't know. He was know what his issue was. I know they say like Ed Kemper was like socially awkward. Yeah, like think about this. Like look at like his his mama treated him like shit too. They say. Like like look look at David Koresh. Let's use David Koresh for example. David Koresh was super duper. Him, Jim Jones, and all those other crazy cult like figures were like yeah. fucking charismatic and people loved them and they were easy to talk to. They were super duper manipulative in their in their abilities, right? But then, you know, we come to find out these niggas was really like like straight up nuts they were nutcases right then we look at these other serial killers who just killed just because and a lot of them were equally charismatic super charismatic mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't know wouldn't wouldn't have assumed that john wayne gacy was was kidnapping dudes killing them and burying them in his in his fucking house or under or under the house somewhere i say he was the best clown in that county <laughs> <laughs> right like it was just like like come on, you, I like think he was in politics too, huh? Mm-hmm. Wasn't he in politics too? He was. He was involved. He was involved in politics. This is the craziest part about it. He was married, involved in politics, and he was a clown on the side. There's so much about these people. And I'm like, like when you look at the mind of a serial killer, right? You'll never like get the mind of a serial killer. You'll only get that a serial killer is a serial killer. That's it. But all of his interests, look, think about this, though. All of his interests, though, in the long run, involve serial killing, right? Because mm-hmm. all of his interests put him in a position to meet a lot of people, even a lot of men. Being a Young clown, man. you had so, yeah. Being in politics, 
so he knew what he was doing because I, I think they said he did pray on most of the most of the ones he did they weren't like random yeah like he would like go down there and pick them up worked for him and shit yeah yeah he he was just like just i don't i, I don't get that like maybe it's because i don't have the mind of a serial killer thank god i don't have the mind of a serial killer thank god i don't have the motives or the want to do any of those stupid ass things and nor do i even ever hope to ever have that but like when you think about that like how fucked up a person can really be if they were given the opportunity like hey here goes the thing you hate the most kill it and you start seeing it in people every day so now you start feeling the urge to just kill people that have that marker as opposed to just understand i just don't need to kill this motherfucker i need to stay away from it. i need to work on my fucking self i don't know who the fuck could help ted bundy when Ted Bundy killed that little girl, I was done with Ted Bundy at that point. I was like, you know what? You killing women was bad is bad enough. But when I found out that he killed that little girl outside that school, I was like, bro, come on now. I can't watch. The, I really didn't even want to watch the rest of the show after that. I feel like people who harm kids are the worst. Bunch, you know? Yeah, you harm kids. I just can't. I, no. That's you harm an adult. Uh, what, what, it's, it's like people 50-50 thinking he did it. I forgot his name. But that Atlanta child murder dude. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Sit, yeah. Can't think of his name. I know I you forgot his name. Who remember dude. when the show go off? Watch. I know, but they be like fifty fifty on him. A lot of people say he did, and a lot of people say he didn't. Hey, you want to know something that's crazy? I'm gonna say this too. I, I saw this the other day, but it's true though. Um, I actually I didn't see it. I kind of like said it, and then I kind of kept my mouth shut, and then I actually went on TikTok and saw it. I was like, "Oh shit!" Um, y'all read my mind. Um, but on some real shit, I said I've seen the most gangster, nasty, evil motherfuckers in the world. Like, grew up in like the most impoverished areas, and never shot up a goddamn school in their life. They shoot up the community for sure. They they commit heinous acts, but they don't purposely go where children are at. just a little food for thought so next time you ever see somebody who might be all fucked up just know that he's not you know he might do something to you outside but he ain't really crossing them boy i mean i've seen schools right next to legitimately legitimate crack houses and the dope fiends don't walk into the school Mm -hmm. you can't be safe anywhere because you know what even though they was dope fiends they was probably raised with some goddamn honor you know what I mean? Like, hey, man, listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get this smoke up, but I'm not going to the church like this. I might get this smoke up, but I'm not so, going to go to that day, that daycare. So you saying said people just have a habit of blaming everybody but themselves for Facts. what's going on in their lives. Facts. Facts. That don't look. And I'm not even going to I'm not even going to talk about the systemic shit. All right. Because we already know we're black. Black people have been race, have been racially disenfranchised and. uh you know, held back for years. We're not talking about that part of it. We're going to talk about the part of it, or let's talk about the part of it where we're talking about people who just choose to do shit like that. Like, you just... Like, hey, I grew up in a middle-class neighborhood. I went to school with multiple multiple races of people, but for some fucking reason, I I mean, let's say I wasn't even taught racism. Let's say I I was taught, but for for some fucking reason, I just have to get rid of these type of people. Cause I made a choice to be like that. Like nigga, why? Like what? Like what did you get? What did? What would I get out of getting rid of these people? Those those kind of people that like in that to, that. In today's world, we get a lot of motives by. I think a lot of people get a lot of their motives and thoughts. Cause I don't, I I I think racism still exists, and I like how it used to be like a lot of it might be undercover but it is what it is you get what i'm saying yeah covert. It's covert i think a lot of people get on these youtube channels and different shit on the internet and they get a completely different view from the view that they was raised with and that's how they be coming up with this because i'm a firm believer in this right and not everything and not, not everything's just, racism not, yeah, that's what I was finna say too, and cause not not all of it is racism. Some of it be religious based, some of it be uh sexuality based, like that shit. I think they just I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. People need to I think people need to make um 
better adjustments in that because I think that the craziest things that I've been seeing as of and this is just from my own eyes, I've been seeing people legitimately do things like oh, or say things like oh, racism isn't isn't real, but then like you see all type of racist shit going on around you, and they're just like oh, that's just I want to no. That motherfucker walked into that supermarket in Buffalo with nigger on his gun. He aimed at black people. There's a racist contingent out here. Actually, there's a violent racist contingent out here. But it's like that against everybody. I don't think that it's solely... Um, in, in America, what you saying? In America, we got a group that hate everybody for everybody. Yeah, there's a, there's, yeah, there's a reply for black. You're going to get hated for being gay. You're going to get hated for whatever religion you choose. You're going to get hated for just supporting either of the prior ones. Like, <laughs> it don't matter. It's yeah. a group for everybody. And this is why it pays for you to, to always stay on top of your shit. Ladies and gentlemen, stay on top of your shit. Stay, I know they say stay dangerous all the time, but definitely. Be a dangerous person. And, and what I mean by be a dangerous person, I don't mean um, be aggressive towards people. Being dangerous doesn't mean aggressive. Being dangerous just means I'm prepared to protect myself at all times. And whatever happens to you due to your ignorance with me is due to your choices. I'm not looking for you. I will, however, protect myself. You know, so always stay, always stay on top of your shit and leave people to fuck alone. How'd that sound? <laughs> How's that fucking sound? Mind your business. Okay, you run up on the wrong motherfucker and they get to beating the shit out. You don't say nothing, or they just start shooting you. There's people out here who don't even talk. They boy, what they lift that thing up and just change your whole your whole your whole mental arrangement. Just change the way you think completely because your brain gone. Leave people alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So look, I gotta go. We got shit to do today. All right. So I do want to thank y'all for joining us um, for, you know, by the way, shout out to Christy Stone. She's out, uh, you know, getting things done. Shout out to Nicole. Nicole, get better. Not Nicole. I'm so sorry. Kim, get better. Nicole, you get better too. Whatever, man. Shout out to you too. Shout out to everybody. All right. Everybody stay, stay, stay up, stay in love, man. Uh, also be on the lookout for um, Cushion Convos coming soon. Brought to you by IKB Studios. So you already know how that goes. Oh, by the way, shout out to IKB Studios too. Let's make sure we shout them out. All right. As always, man, Flavish Rick. Peace. Irene was best.